You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Hi, I just want to say uh, good evening and welcome to the show. Uh, we um, are always wanting to uh, lift, encourage, and uh, set free those who are bound by an idea or a thought or who are stagnant and who have not made um, forward movement in a long time. So uh just wanted to just settle in and uh, just say greetings. I know that... Um, it's been uh it can be tough, right? So I'm glad you made it uh to another through another Sunday. And uh, you know, we have a um uh you know, just we're gonna get in the word today. Today we're gonna look at uh the book of um uh Philippians, uh written by the Apostle Paul. But I just wanted to check in and just say, you know, how are you doing? You know? How is your thoughts, your mind, your focus? Um you know, I was listening to a song uh, by William McDonald, McDowell, I'm sorry, and it says, only you can satisfy, you know. And um, the thought around the song, he said, was written like 12 years ago. However, he finally, about two years ago, um, produced it, you know, for the world to hear. And it is a song of deep thought, like, you know, God... Uh, only you can satisfy, you know, and we can sing those songs, but do we really mean it? Is God really our satisfaction, right? Is he, when we wake up in the morning, is he the first thought in our minds? You know, the Bible tells us to first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added. And so is he our first thought, our first movement? When I, when our feet hit the floor, is God first do we put him first and and i have to say you know there are there are mornings when absolutely even before i get out of bed uh sometimes uh he might uh be a, a third because i run to the bathroom and then anyway get distracted so i'm working on trying to stay even more focused and come back to the room and get really focused into the things of god and how we do that it's through the word of God. And so that's why today we are going to uh, just read, uh, start with the book of Philippians. And I, I'd like to, you know, every now and then uh, just read a book, you know, out of the Bible. Philippians is pretty short. Uh, it only has four chapters. So we'll probably get through it um, today. But then some books are a little longer. And then at the end, if we have time, we're going to uh, take some nuggets uh, from what we read. You know, sounds like a plan. Uh, but, you know, like I said, stay focused. Uh, don't give up. Allow the Lord to be your satisfaction. Um, you know, and set your, what he says, set our minds on, on the things above. So there's so many things to be concerned about here on earth. But, um, you know, I cast, listen, I've learned to cast those cares on the Lord, right? Because... There's so many cares and we some things, you know, are in our control to solve. And I, I like to consider myself a problem solver. 
Like, I, I don't like to just focus only on the problems, but, you know, what are some of the solutions? But we spend more time talking about, you know, the problems. You know, if you're in a uh, an hour uh, setting or, you know, we, we spend so long talking about what the problems are and maybe five, ten minutes goes towards um, thinking about some solutions. So our solution is the Word of God. We're going to dive into the Word of God and let's just see what nuggets we can pull from it. And we're going to start with chapter one. Paul and Timothy, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Even as it is meet for me to think of you all because I have you in my heart, Inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. But I would be, should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding, every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I therein do rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, 
whether it be by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I will not. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together, for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adv adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here to be in me. Wow. Well, I thank God, you know, for his word. Paul said, you know, look, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain, that he was satisfied that whatever condition that he found himself in, he was going to be content, that he was going to live for Christ. Either way, he would gain. If he was alive because he was living for Christ, he wins. And because he died, he died in Christ, he wins. Either way. Let's look at uh, verse you know, oh, another thing, another point I'd like to point out is like he's he's admonishing us to let our conversation be as it becomes the gospel. And a lot of times we can get tricked and bamboozled into having ungodly conversations. But our conviction stands sometimes because he says, you know, that we're going to have to give an account for every idle word that we speak, especially those words that we speak that are not in faith, that are not encouraging, right? That are not going to add or edify anyone or going to encourage or strengthen anyone. And so we've got to catch ourselves sometimes. You know, I, I have to think it, it's not, you know, there's a saying that if it's, um, it might be tight, but it's right. And um, and and sometimes, uh, you know, yeah, we want to speak the truth and we want to speak God's truth. Right. We want to be encouraging. And there's times and we want to be honest. Right. In love. So I thought that was great. And then he's like, look, you guys got to um, stand fast in one spirit, in one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. And that's an encouragement that we We've got to do that. There's more things. Let's find the things that we agree on. 
let's find the things that we can all uh, work towards, right? There might be differences that we have or ways that we look at certain scriptures, but let's find the things that we can uh, join faith with. And let's begin there, you know. And so, um, you know, Paul has left us a great example. Let's let's go on to uh, chapter two. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any bowels and mercies, Fulfill ye my joy, that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation, and he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in in fashion as a man, He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now which much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God with which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure, to all things without murmuring and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke and the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world." holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of our faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort, and I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ.
but you know the proof of him that as a son with the father, he hath served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently, so soon as I shall see how it will go with me. But I trust in the Lord that I also myself shall come shortly. Yet I supposed it necessary to send to you Epirodius, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier. But your messenger and he that ministered to my wants, for he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that you had heard that he had been sick. For indeed he was sick nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I sent him therefore the more carefully, that when ye see him again you may rejoice, and that I may be the less sorrowful. Receive him therefore and the Lord with all gladness, and hold such in reputation. Because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life, to supply your lack of service toward me. Wow, what great things we find in this chapter. One of the things he said, listen, do all things, everything that you do, do it without murmuring and complaining that you might be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you, your, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. So that just lets, reminds me even now, everything we do, we do to the glory of the Lord, right? You know, and knowing that Every knee will bow one day, you know, and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And and, and right now you see a lot of uh, people who are very uh, cocky and very, you know, who, who really uh, choose not to follow Christ, you know. And, oh, they choose their own way or a way that seems right or the way of the flesh. You know, and you might find that you're, you're, it's, it's hard to witness, hard to just share, you know, the gospel. But every knee is going to bow. You know, every person, every human is going to come to the realization that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's look at chapter 3. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, 
If any other man thinketh that he have whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ? Yeah, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the high prize for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded, that if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord, Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working, whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Therefore, my brethren, chapter 4, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for my joy, and crowned to stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Eodias, 
and beseech Sinchi that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. And everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding, you have well done that you did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Ephroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory and ever and ever. Amen. Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which you are with me greet you. All the saints salute you. Chiefly, they that are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. You have been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Remember that greatness is on the inside of you. Remember that God shall supply all of your need according to your riches and glory. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus.
Blessings.